0: Welcome to another fine episode of Velvet Owl Watches Movies So You Don't Have To. And I keep thinking that I should start watching more like famous films, more well known films to try to boost my listenership up some. Because um, really, like fucking Baby's Day Out is like the runaway success of this series so far. With like on YouTube's like over 7,000 views. Who knows how much by the time you listen to this. Just mind-boggling. Because that's a movie that people know and hate and don't want to see. And I keep going with these, like, fucking... Like, if this this podcast was, like, more well-known... I'd probably be okay to start throwing, like, all these, like, crazy, like, unknown shit. But, so... I thought about doing that, but... Then I found this film that I need to fucking see. Because it's called... If you don't know already from seeing the title of this episode. Four MILFs versus Zombies. It's just a fantastic... T- I don't even care what the description says. It doesn't matter because this is one of those films that tells you everything you need to know in the title. There's going to be four MILFs and they're going to fight zombies. And I like that they uh, went specific in the title too. It's not just MILFs versus Zombies. It's four MILFs. So, you know... If, you know, you're thinking of a threesome of MILFs, like, uh, you know, four is just too many. Or if you're the type that's like, I need five MILFs minimum, then you know to stare clear of this film. This film is only going to give us four MILFs. Or, you know, possibly only four MILFs fighting zombies. There might be other MILFs in the film. I don't know. And It says it stars Lloyd Kaufman, and I imagine he's not the MILF, one of the MILFs. I, oddly, like, it's a starring Lloyd Kaufman, Melvin Brooks, Sean C. Phillips, James Balsamo. So, who's playing the MILFs? The MILFs don't get top acting credits in this? That's pretty fucked up. But I'll give it a pass, because Lloyd Kaufman. Is he, like, the main actor in this film? So I'm guessing this is trauma, right, Lloyd Kaufman? Whatever, why am I still talking... And not watching MILFs. So we start off with, I guess, some fake commercial for some, like, public access preacher-type guy who's fat and has a mustache. Just to give you an idea of what he looks like. Fat and mustache. Like all good preachers. And he's telling you, you know, don't worry about the recent rise in zombies because it just means that Jesus is coming. Which, you know, I never thought of it that way. Be okay with a zombie apocalypse because Jesus is going to be here soon, right? Right? Cause Jesus is the original zombie. Rose from the dead. Come on. He's a zombie Jesus, and so now we cut to the woods where this hillbilly guy just fucked a milf. She looks like a milf, I guess, topless. So film passes the velvet owl test. And they just got done fucking, and it must have been like very like uneventful and boring. And probably like 30 seconds long because she seems very unsatisfied. And he just walks off because he has to pee. Or, you know, his one eyed lizard has to spit, as he so eloquently puts it. Which I don't know. I've never heard like spit. Like, if your lizard's, if the one eyed lizard's spitting, doesn't that mean he's coming? So, why did he have to leave to come? Like, he's just going to shoot his wad somewhere else. Um, because he's classy. He is not going to shoot his wad on the milf, I guess. And he's walking and he comes across this dead topless woman who's being eaten by, I guess, zombies. Her, like, viscera is all over the place. And he's like, whoa, dead tits! Now, one of the zombies realizes that this guy's there. And so he stops from eating the topless chick and goes to eat the hillbilly. And meanwhile, his milf that he just fucked... Um, she gets attacked by a clown zombie. Um, He's got, like, the John Wayne Gacy makeup on, too. Uh, so maybe it's John Wayne Gacy's, like, clown. <laughs> like, John Wayne Gacy the zombie. Which was kind of funny, because I was going to say that, like, the preacher guy at the beginning kind of gave me John Wayne Gacy vibes. So... Maybe John Gane John Wayne Gacy is just going to be like a very like overarching theme here, and then some other random woman is just running and she b- trips over zombies eating some bikini clad woman, and the zombies start eating her, and the whole thing it just seems to be like an excuse for like a lot of gory like low budget blood effects, which. Kudos for going for the, like, practical effects. I do like those, especially in low-budget films. It's kind of fun. And I don't know. The, the director of this film must have gotten, like, a nice little discount on blood. Because there is just lots of it pouring all over the place. So, kudos on that. And then we get the title screen. The title screen just says MILFs versus Zombies i don't know now i'm kind of disappointed that the actual title isn't four milfs versus zombies damn you 2 btv tv why did you tell me the title of this film is four milfs versus zombies i liked just the idea that it was like that specific no it's just milfs versus zombies now there's three milfs scattered around or maybe four i don't know there's a lot of like cutting back and forth and there's a I don't know if it's one woman or two women that look a lot similar, so I can't tell. Because they just didn't give us like a good like group shot of everyone. I'm gonna say there's three milfs: blonde one, blonde two, and brunette milf. <coughs> That's how we'll go. And honestly, I'm gonna like screw up blonde one and blonde two all the time, and a possible blonde three. So anyways, we've got the MILFs. They're sitting around drinking martinis and complaining about being moms because that's what they do. And, you know, how about their boys are just always masturbating to those filthy shows on HBO that pretend to be about dragons but are really about fucking. I'm not sure what show she might be referring to. HBO with a show of dragons. Oh, I don't know why I'm just being stupid like that, but I am, but blonde too, she starts talking about how awesome of a fuck her man is, because he's got Ron Jeremy's cock, and Gene Simmons's tongue, and he once stuck a corn dog up her cooter, her words, not mine, and then ate the corn dog, which, come on, we've all been there, jeez, that's such like vanilla, like using a corn dog, oh come on, everyone's done that then brunette milf looks out the window um i'm not sure why she got up i think she went to get another drink but she looks out the window and there's zombies chasing a bearded lady and she's like oh no what the fuck's going on but blonde one's just like "Eh, that's probably just drunk people being drunk fair enough Now these three guys show up on the doorstep of some like suburban little nice house and from what I gather one dude's getting married and so his two buddies are trying to go get him laid before he gets married and he's all like, "Eh, but I love her, I don't want to do anything like, we want to get laid. So they ring the bell and the door is opened by an old lady dominatrix who's walking a gimp on a leash and according to her that He got hit in the head when he was young, and so he really does think he's a dog, so he's got to be walked like a dog. And I guess the mask is to protect his identity, maybe? (laughs) I'm not fully sure. But they think, like, oh, this was the wrong house. And even though he doesn't say it, the one dude I think is secretly, like, oh, good, I don't have to cheat on my girlfriend. Which you don't! Even if you get dragged to a whorehouse... You don't have to actually fuck the whores. Be like, yeah, buddies, you go and fuck some whores. And I'll just be in the corner, (laughs) jerking off. That is the way you do it. That is how a proper bachelor party goes. The buddies get fucked, and the groom-to-be sits in the corner and jerks off. But then, just as they're about to leave, the door opens again. And it's a slutty girl that they know. Like, oh, I don't recognize you without my dick in your mouth. Like, ha, 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 ha. And so they go in, presumably to get laid. So they go inside, and it's a crazy sex party. A crazy little orgy. Well, it hasn't quite gotten to the fucking part, so I don't know if it qualifies as an orgy. Uh, It certainly isn't anything like Eyes Wide Shut. uh, Not that classy. A lot of people are wearing gas masks for some reason. Um, I guess maybe that's their kink. And one guy is dressed like a baby. And one of the buddy dudes, bros, goes up to the baby. And the baby's like, the man, baby, is like, I pooped. And he's like, the buddy bro is all like, Oh, no judgments here. It was one time I went to see Marky Mark and I had tacos and then I had shit running down my legs and it ran all over my hands and Marky Mark went to give me a high five. Which is probably the greatest Marky Mark story I've ever heard. <laughs> I know it was just fictional. I hope that even though this is a work of fiction, that that story was based on truth. <laughs> I hope that really happened to the writer or someone the writer knew that they had shit on their hand and Marky Mark gave them a high five. Meanwhile, the other buddy, he's like, sees his favorite porn actor, the star of When Harry Met Sally, Then Came on Her Tits. And if that is not an actual porn movie, someone needs to make that. That is a fantastic title. When Harry Met Sally, when, uh, the... When Harry met Sally and came on her tits. Now back to the MILFs. And yes, there are four of them. Got a better uh, camera shot there. And so, Sky on a Motorcycle shows up. And it's the boyfriend of Blonde MILF number three. The one with the Ron Jeremy cock and the Gene Simmons tongue and affinity for corndogs. Oh yeah. Apparently he just got out of jail. Earlier than expected. And just showed up unannounced. So did he know that his girl was at this house? Because it's not her house. And she didn't know. I mean, I guess maybe she told them. They were talking, like, (laughs) on the phone earlier. And she said she was going to her friend's house. And he forgot to say, like, oh, by the way, babe, I'm getting out of jail today. All right. So he shows up, and they're like, yeah, let's bang. And then, a card falls out of someone's pocket or something. I guess, like, blonde number three. I don't know. I now I'm confused because now blonde number one thinks her husband is cheating on her with. I'm guessing blonde number three, because like his phone number fell out of her pocket or something. But then the way she's kind of trying to go around it, she's talking blonde number two and. I don't know. I'm confused, but blonde number one thinks her husband is cheating. Meanwhile, blonde number three, who may or may not be the one doing the cheating, is fucking her motorcycle man convict, and he's got a corn dog. And then Brunette Milf had to take a stinky shit. Very stinky. She had just sprayed all over the place. And she goes back to find out what's going on. Like, oh no. You know, she learns that blonde milf one thinks that her husband's cheating on her with blonde milf number 3. And you know, they're like, "Okay, well, <clears throat> when she comes back down from fucking her boyfriend, we're going to talk about it and find out the truth." And she's still fucking her boyfriend and he's like while well, fucking her says, "Slap my ass and call me Tom Selleck." And some random hand comes in off-screen and slaps his ass, which would've been a good joke. If they went the next step and just someone off-screen yelled, Tom Selleck, you just blew the joke like that? That was like an easy setup. Over at the sex party, a hot chick is puking up blood because, you know, this film's all about, like, bodily fluids, especially when it comes to the hot chicks. And then she starts biting people. Because she's a zombie. Because the people she bites, they start biting people. And meanwhile, one of the dude bros, you know, he's got the shits. So he's running looking for the bathroom. And he goes into one room. It's not the bathroom. But two hot lesbian sisters are going at it. Because, yeah. They're sisters. It's... um. Yeah, can I fast forward to when the zombies actually attack? This uh, this film's kind of... I don't know, like... Even... Even Troma generally doesn't get this bad, does it? I... This is not... I mean, technically it's not even Troma, because they didn't have the Troma logo at the beginning of the film. Um, Just... They probably gave Lloyd Kaufman a hundred bucks and... He was willing to show up at some point in this film because he hasn't shown up yet. So it's not an actual trauma film, and it's definitely not trauma quality. The dude bro that's gonna get married uh, decides he he wants to leave the sex party because you know he's lame and you know he's gonna get married. He can't be like messing around. He's he's in love, and then the lesbian sisters have handcuffed their dude bro. And decide to fuck him in the ass with a giant double-sided dildo. And he protests at first and he's like saying, I'm going to cut punch you, you fuckers. But once it's in, he realizes, hey, this feels pretty good. And, you know, good for you, my man. You know, you seemed close-minded at first, but once you felt the experience, you just went with it. And I am glad for you. But unfortunately, a zombie comes in, I think, because we don't really get a good look. But it has to be a zombie because he bites off a nipple from one of the lesbian sisters. And just a shame. But the other one, she's completely like full frontal nude, whacking at the zombie with a with the double sided dildo without cleaning it after like, you know, Actually, the double-ended dildo looks very clean, considering that that dude, bro, earlier was talking about he probably was gonna have to take a shit, or he had to take a shit. Remember, that was the whole thing. He was looking for a bathroom so he could take a shit, and he got fucked with this double-ended dildo. Though so I'm just saying, it should be a little dirtier than it looks here, and. I've been looking for a film with topless fighting, and I don't know if I should count this, because we can't actually see the zombie. We just see her, like, flail the double, the dildo, around. So not quite. Plus, I wanted actual, like, punching or kicking for the topless fight. (coughs) And we didn't get that. We got topless, actually full frontal nude, beat down with a double-ended dildo. Which, I guess, is good enough. And then we cut back, once again, to the reverend from earlier in the film. And he's telling us, like, we shouldn't be surprised that, you know, the dead are coming back to life. Because we're, it's just retribution for all our fucking sinning, like, fucking (laughs) premarital sex and gay marriage and all that fun shit. So we brought the zombies upon ourselves. Meanwhile, over at MILF Central... Blonde MILF number three is finishing fucking her biker dude boyfriend, and some very good sex. And she comes down and she's like, "I came twice, bitches." And that's when Blonde MILF number one punches her in the jaw, kind of, or slaps her. Didn't seem very hard, but enough to piss off Blonde MILF number three, and the lamest cat fight ensues. And biker dude comes out and he sees the cat fight, and. It makes him horny. He's like, oh, man, this is hot. Personally, I think it's kind of lame. But then he starts seeing them. And in his mind, they're not catfighting. They're sharing a corn dog. And then it's like, okay. So I feel like, okay, yeah, no, no, now I agree with you. It is hot. And he's so horny, he starts reciting the best Clint Howard performances, like Leprechaun 2 and Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Which I gotta say, yeah, you know what? Don't even ask. This guy's got a hard on for Clint Howard, as do we all. But, you know, Blind Milk number three claims, like, oh, no, you know, I have not fucked your husband. And Blind Milk number one doesn't believe it. And Blind Milk number two is like, will you guys shut up? I'm trying to watch my stories. Unfortunately, her stories are interrupted by a news flash. Delivered by Lloyd Kaufman. Woo! Lloyd, we love you. And, you know, he's like, fuck it. I am not recording my cameo in front of a news station. because Just because I'm a newscaster, that's my role. No, I'm s- <laughs> recording it in front of my office with all the trauma shit, like, right behind him. You know, God bless you, Lloyd. Always be pimping your stuff. Fucking trauma. We love you. So, but blah, blah, blah about, you know, monsters from the dead or whatever. And I think they just kind of stole some of the dialogue from Night of the Living Dead. And they cut to some fancy guy. I think he's supposed to be the president. Giving warnings about, you know, these crazed lunatics back from the dead are roaming the streets. So, stay locked up inside. And I kind of wish he would say, you know, grab a six-pack. Uh, Fucking Jimmy Griffin during the blizzard of 77 here in Buffalo. I'm not old enough to have been there. But the stories I've heard is that he had a newscast. Oh, he's the mayor of Buffalo, if you don't know. But during the big blizzard, he told everyone, grab a six-pack and stay home. And that is fantastic advice. And I wish that this guy would just tell people, there's zombies out there. Grab a six-pack and stay home. But Brunette Milf is like, see, I'm not crazy. There are some sort of crazed motherfuckers out there. And one of the blonde Milf's like, eh, you know, it's probably Nazis on bath salts. Which, okay, the bath salts I can understand because, you know, it does kind of turn people into zombies. There was that one dude that bit off another dude's face while on bath salts. So I could get the bath salts. I don't know why you're making the jump to that they're Nazis. They could just be garden variety assholes on bath salts. Now we're out at the farm, and this hillbilly redneck guy, that kind of makes me think of, like, I think it's Thomas Lennon, but it's not, but he's doing, like, a bad Thomas Lennon impersonation of a bad, like, hillbilly impersonation of a hillbilly. (laughs) If that makes sense. And he's got his nephew, who's Asian, which... At least they don't play it up for laughs or anything. We just have to accept that, you know, this white guy has a Asian nephew. Which could happen, you know? You know, maybe his sister married someone who was Asian and they had an Asian kid. So I'm glad they're not, like, making a big deal about it. Like, that's not a joke. I don't think it's meant to be a joke anyhow. And as they're walking, they come across this naked woman taking a bath in the stream and... Oh yeah, and first off, like, the hillbilly guy... is like telling a story about the time he shot a dolphin at SeaWorld. Hardy har har. Like, seriously, I think it was supposed to be a joke, but none of it landed as a joke. Like, just like the whole cadence and the beat and rhythm of the language, none of it suggested it was a joke. I think this guy seriously did shoot a dolphin at SeaWorld. It wasn't part of the script. He just was rambling and talking about it, and the director was like, Fuck it, we'll leave it in. We need to pad out the runtime a little. And, but they come across this naked woman taking a bath, and I think she's supposed to be like some sort of like spirit of the wild or something. And, little Asian kid, he's all excited. I shouldn't call him a little Asian kid. He's clearly at least in his 20s. But supposed to probably, he's probably supposed to be like 15, but he looks old. (laughs) Good old like middle aged actors playing high school kids, you know? That's what we got here, and he's excited, so Hillbilly goes off because he's in search of the spirit woman's husband called Big Bear. I don't know if he's a guy or like an actual bear, and I don't really know what the goal of finding him was, but he goes off, but then he gets eaten by a zombie. Meanwhile, the kid is jerking off looking at the wood nymph taking a bath. When she's attacked by a church lady zombie. Uh, she looks like a church lady. She's got like kind of like one of those dresses you expect a woman to wear at church. And she's got a pearl necklace. And he gives her a pearl necklace. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I totally fucked that joke up. If I, I did not compose it very well. Let me try again. The kid's jerking off when he gets interrupted by a church lady who's wearing a pearl necklace. And then... He gives her a pearl necklace because he can't stop coming and he comes all over her and she rips his dick off and eats it. Cause what else would you expect from MILF versus Zombies? Um, if this was a Pornhub film, it would be a whole you know like whole different kind of like eating dick. Over at MILF Central, a zombie has gotten in and everyone's scared, so Biker Dude's gonna, you know, beat the shit out of this zombie. And MILF number blonde MILF number two throws him a knife, big butcher's knife, but she doesn't have a very good aim and it lands in his leg and he's like, Ah and blonde MILF number three is like, Baby, you're gonna get an infection. And then we're back to the party house, and the little dog gimp, he's all sad because his master's dead. And so he goes up to one of the dude bros, like, you know, being all lassy like and like what is it, boy? What is it? You need help? And he goes out And more zombies attack, but dude bro kills, okay, just one zombie, who looks like a fat Alan Moore. And the dude bro kills him. Now, the dude bro that was with the lesbians, who are now zombies, the lesbian zombies are eating his ass, literally. They're just taking chunks off his ass. And the other dude bros come, and they kill the lesbian zombies. Although one of the lesbians actually wasn't a zombie yet, she was still alive. But, you know, no times for particulars, but they're too late and dude bro is now dead. And one of the other dude bros is a lawyer and he's like, yeah, I'm going to sue you for killing a live person. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll just run with it. I don't care. But they decide they're going to make their last stand and they're going to work, kill their way through all these zombies. God, there's still an hour left in this movie. Why, God, why? So, more fighting, more zombies killed, and zombies killing people, and the dude bros make it out of their way. And the one dude bro, who I thought was getting married, but now I see he's got a wedding ring, so this must not have been a bachelor party. It must have been just a fuck our wives, let's fuck other people type night. I don't know. I... This film doesn't deserve me paying close attention, but he, the dude bro that's in love wants to, you know, go save his family. He thinks they should all go and get their wives while the other dude bro's like, well, you know, let's go to this survivalist guy's house and we can survive there. And then afterwards we'll go back and get our wives and I'll fuck my dead bro friend's wife. The bro friend is dead, not the wife. So, yeah. Am I making sense? Because this movie isn't. Now we get a video from the survivalist. And he talks about eating cat food and drinking his own pee. And God, I really hope he dies. Just, you know, just because he does not seem like someone that should survive a zombie apocalypse. And far be it for me to like really cast judgment, but fuck it. It's my podcast. I'm casting judgment over at milf Centro. The zombies are a giant horde of zombies is something on there. <laughs> yeah, this podcast is so professional, isn't it? So the zombie horde is coming upon the milf Central house and they don't know what to do. But biker dude who has survived being stabbed in the leg with a knife says he'll fight them off. To give them a chance to run to the shed and get the garden weapons to fight the zombies. And he goes to fight them, but then he's killed by a zombie squirrel. Gotta always watch out for those zombie squirrels, you know. Zombie critters, zombie woodland critters, they're always the ones that you gotta keep an eye out for. No one ever thinks about them. It's always just the zombie people. But this does provide enough of a distraction for the MILFs to get to the someplace <laughs> damn it i'm lo- damn it i'm losing track of my mind here this is what happens with these fucking films that are so horrible they just destroy and rot away at my brain you know pretty soon eventually there's going to be a future episode of this podcast is just me going to be movie bad because that's how fucking far down my mind will have melted Anyhow, the MILFs got garden tools and are whacking zombies. Now, there's a random drunk golf girl. Um, I don't know if she's a MILF. She seems a little on the young side to be a MILF, like maybe in her 20s, maybe early 30s. But technically, because I don't know if she has a kid. And if she has a kid, that technically makes her a MILF because I want to fuck her. And if she has a kid, she's a mother, and I'd like to fuck her, makes her a mother I'd like to fuck. So, ergo, if she has a kid, she's a MILF. So, I do not know for sure whether or not she's a MILF. But she's just kind of drunk and walks by some zombies. And, I mean, I hope this pays off some point in the rest of this film. But the MILFs, the for certain MILFs, because they've mentioned having kids, and, you know, they're the titular characters of this film about MILFs. <laughs> and they make it to the car, but the car won't stop because you know it's a horror movie. Luckily for them, they've killed all the zombies in the area because usually when the car won't start, like the monster is our killers are right there and they're about to kill you. But nope, so they have enough time to talk and bitch about each other. And it turns out it's not Blonde Milf number three that fucked Blonde Milf number one's husband. It was Blonde Milf number two because they're sisters. I don't know if I brought that up because I don't care. And Blonde Milf number two has always been jealous of Blonde Milf number one. So she fucked her husband just for the attention to be like, fuck you, sister. So Blonde Milf number two runs off. And the elder MILFs chase after her, and Blonde MILF number one's like, I'm so sorry, I never knew that you felt this way, of being so jealous of me. You're my sister, I forgive you. And they hug, and then the drunk golf girl shows up, and apparently they know her, and they're like, How did you survive? You're like, Survive? What? I'm drunk, I don't care. And a zombie comes by, and she's so drunk, she doesn't realize he's a zombie, so he's, she starts twerking on him. So maybe she's not really golf, because she's kind of like borderline golf. She kind of looks Goff, but you know, she's got like purple leopard on, so maybe she's not quite goth. Uh, and she's twerking. I don't know if Goffs twerk in this day and age, they might, but she's twerking it, twerking it hard. And Zombie is kind of just confused and bites her. And the MILFs come and they kill both of them. Simply by, like, knocking them with frying pans. I don't know how this works with killing zombies. Like, there's been a lot more, like, just kind of knocking them unconscious than killing them, per se. And then the pickup truck pulls up. And it's the dude bros and the little puppy gimp. Puppy gimp. Or is it a gimp puppy? No, puppy gimp. Because gimp puppy makes you think it's an actual dog that happens to be a gimp. No, he's a gimp that thinks he's a dog, so... Puppy Gimp. Yeah. We'll go with that. And... Blonde Milf number one is mad... Because uh, the Dude Bros are married to the Milfs. If I didn't figure that out earlier. And Blonde Milf number one... Uh, hits... the Her Dude Bro husband... Because of the cheating. And Dude Bro... Wait, no. I'm getting confused on who did what. Okay, blonde Milf number one punches dude bro in the face and throws her wedding ring at him asking for a divorce because she knows about the cheating. And he calls her a bitch. So blonde Milf number two kicks him in the balls because, you know, no one talks to her sister that way. And while he's on the ground, the puppy gimp comes by and pees on his face, which he deserves. Now we see the bearded lady from earlier. And she's running from zombies, and you know, she's managed to survive this long. So, kudos to her for doing well. The zombies have not caught up to her yet, and she manages to steal a car. By the way, it's a guy dressed as a woman, not really a beard lady, but I think she's supposed to be a bearded lady. I'll go with it, you know, because again, funny like the guy is dressed like a woman, but he didn't shave his beard. Ha ha ha. I mean, me, when I dress up like a woman, I at least, you know, commit to the bit and shave my face so that I can look like an ugly woman. Just, you know, it's just the little things, you know. But the MILFs and the dude bros, they're like, okay, we got to save our kids. So they go to the camp that the kids are at. And someone's got to stay behind with the car and Puppy Gimp volunteers, and they go to the camp. Well, I'm making this sound very exciting, aren't I? But they get to the camp, but the bridge is populated by zombies. Oh, no. What are they going to do? They're going to have to go through the creek. Now, the MILFs and the Dude Bros are crossing the creek, trying to get to their children, when suddenly, they're attacked by A zombie merman. Because why not? Who gives a shit at this point? But the zombie merman kills the douchey dude bro that's cheating on his wife. And I'm glad. I'm glad he's dead. Fuck that guy. Now, the first dude bro that died, the one that got his ass eaten, he's still handcuffed. But he's now a zombie running amok in a hotel room, biting people. And back over at the creek, more zombies attack. Fortunately, they have frying pans and wooden rolling pins to take out the zombies. Unfortunately, the last remaining dude, bro, he gets bitten. And sorry, I got a call there. Spam call, so don't worry, I'm not answering it. And also my cat's got his weird like, little bird purr going on, distracting me. So, but unfortunately, the last remaining Dude bro, he gets bitten and he gives a really horrible sappy speech. I mean, the speech itself isn't so bad. He's just so terrible at delivering it. It's like just super cringe. And so they kill him because he's a, he's gonna become a zombie. So kill him while he still is there to love his wife. Over at a hotel room, I don't know if it's from the same hotel where Dude Bro is attacking. Or a different hotel. Uh, they're making a porn film that's supposed to star the uh, old porn guy from earlier in the film that was at the sex party. And they're waiting. Like, hey, he hasn't shown up yet. Where the fuck is he? Like, we can't take a meal break until he shows up and fucks this girl. And, I mean, the crew is just, like, the girl and the guy director. Um Now, I've never been on the set of a porn film, so I don't know how much of a crew is used in these anyhow. Because it really seems like you don't really need more than, like, the people fucking and someone to hold the camera. But I could be wrong. There could be, like, an art to making porn films. But then the porn guy shows up. And, you know, he's a zombie now, but he's so dedicated to his craft that I'm glad, in his mind, it's still registered... Oh, I have to show up at this hotel room, because I was supposed to fuck this girl. But unfortunately, he's a zombie now, so he doesn't fuck her, he eats her. I think. She, she runs. I don't know if he manages to catch her, because he's too busy eating the director. Over at MILF Creek, more zombies attack, and the MILFs kill them. And then, at the hotel room, some people I don't know or particularly care about become zombies. Um, I can't help but think that maybe they could have saved some money on the budget by not including that scene. I mean, like, even if the actors, you know, worked free, still had to, you know, use some of your blood supply, and I don't know, maybe they just had kind of like some surplus blood, and they're like, well, why let it go to waste? You sound operator and you random girl who just walked in you're in the movie but you still have to use like film stock and again maybe maybe they just had excess of this stuff and they're like no we can't really like return it and get a refund out of the unused portion so might as well just use it and you know what I wouldn't be surprised I haven't made a film so I don't know how those type of things work I don't understand the logistics with fake blood and with unused film. But, you know, they're just maybe trying to make the best out of a thing. Now we're back to the survivalist, and he's in his bunker, but there's knocking. The zombies are coming in, and they break in and eat him. And he was a complete waste of a character. I'm glad he's dead. And then back to Milf Creek. Where the MILFs have to fight. The dude bro zombie. um, The douchey dude bro. But luckily the ghost of the nice dude bro. Throws them a machete. That they use to kill the bad dude bro. And then they walk on. And then we get the minister. For full circle. Back to the beginning of the film. We got the preacher minister dude. And. He's kind of just given up all hope, and roll credits. Then we get an after-credit scene of the zombie merman just swimming around for some reason. My God, this could not have come to like a worse, like dumber end. We don't even find out if they save the children. They better not be saving that shit for a sequel. So I don't want a sequel. 4 MILFs Forever, Part 2. So I was going to do the Too Fast, Too Furious joke, but you're already starting on 4 MILFs. (laughs) Just another one of those films that have completely killed my brain. This was way too fucking long of a film, by the way, makers of MILFs vs. Zombies. I thought, like, you know, a lot of the scenes and unnecessary characters was just like padding out runtime. But the movie's like an hour and forty minutes. Dude, you could have cut all that extra baggage shit out. You know, like the guys at the hotel and the survivalist and the minister dude. They added fuck all. They didn't even get cool like the survivalist dude didn't even get like a cool death. It was like an off de- off screen death. So why the fuck did you waste any time with him? Why did you waste the time in the hotel and we don't even find out what happened to that dude bro zombie? He just went on and the bearded lady and God, there were so many fucking like pointless characters that were just kind of shoved in to pad runtime that wasn't needed. You're a Z grade horror flick. An hour and 30 minutes tops. You could have cut 10 minutes out of this film. And that 10 minutes are all the extra pad running time. I just... I hate this film on principle now. You could probably find a better Mills vs. Zombies film on Pornhub. Anyhow, no one ever emails me or leaves comments. But, if you feel the need to, you can do it you know velvet out at hotmail.com recommend a film that you would like me to go insane watching and you know or leave a comment click like click subscribe do something i i don't even know all the options you have find out the options you have and do the option that is best for you until next time And I want to thank the living brain dead for providing the official theme song for velvet owl watches movies. So you don't have to, it's called never fuck with cat girls and you can get it at livingbraindead.com, which you should totally do. They are not paying me for this. So I shield them out of my love for the music.